you is, are you ready to accept the call of a mentor? Aww. Aww. Okay, good afternoon, everybody. How many in here know just the basics of mental health? Okay, what do you know about mental health? Um, I think it's uh, like, like mental health is uh, having a balance in your life so that you can be emotionally healthy. Perfect. If you're not emotionally healthy, it's impossible to be healthy. I'll hold down here. That's right. Could you repeat that? Oh, he said, he said yeah. mental health, what he knows about mental health is being emotionally healthy and pretty much in a nutshell. Did I say that right? Yeah, and if you cannot be, um, if you are not emotionally healthy, you cannot be spiritually or mentally healthy. Right. Anybody else? Basics of mental health? You can't do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. That's so true. So <clears throat> that's what I'm here to do. I'm just here to, to do like an introduction. Mental health is vast. It can go from A to Z. And we don't have time to go from A to Z. So today we're just gonna do just some basic um, mental health information for you. If you have questions, I can do my best to answer questions. Some things I don't specialize in, I can try to point you to the right resources to do that. Um, like I said, it's vast. It, it can go from something small to something extremely traumatic, okay? Um, so, with mental health, as you see up here, I'm a, uh, sir, can you pass these out? I don't know if I have enough copies, but we'll make do. I'm so glad all y'all are here. I thought we'd have four people. You know, like, who wants to know about mental health? Um, so, uh, probably, probably. And it's one of those subjects that, you know, kind of has been <clears throat> taboo. Um, it has been something that you really don't want to talk about. If you talk about it, it's almost like, if you talk about it, it's not contagious, you know? People think if you talk about it, you're gonna get some type of mental illness and that's not, um, that's not really the case. So here we talk about, studies show that there is a presence of mental illness in students. How many in here are coaches of, of adolescents? Okay. So, um, it's illness in students between the ages of 13 and 18 years old at a rate of 22%. That's one out of five. That's a lot, right? That's a lot. And we say 13 to 18 years old because what happens between 13 and 18 years old? Do you know? Puberty. We, yes. Puberty. Now, you're already having to grow up. And then you have puberty on top of that, which causes all kind of hormone imbalances and things, and you're trying to find out who you are and so many different things. And then if things are not right in your life, it adds on to that, right? So my favorite line here is mental health is health. It's a part of health. It's a part of, of physical health. Mental health is their partners. People go to the doctor supposedly once a year at least for your for physical, you know, so mental health is health. Um, we want to normalize the conversations about it. Like, again, don't be afraid to talk about it. Uh, bring it up, let's see, bring it up yourself and make yourself available. If you are a coach, if you are a parent, you have permission to bring it up, okay? You have permission to bring it up. So bring it up, make yourself available, and that's what we want to talk about. Now this talks about the fall uh, creating physical and spiritual consequences. Yes, 
it did. It also caused mental consequences. So sometimes we forget that, that the fall, there's stuff that happened, okay? So mental is in there as well. Physical health is not guaranteed, nor is mental health. You have to work at it. Just like you eat fruits and vegetables for your physical body, water, that's a lot of water. Is that water? Yeah, Yeah, see, you finished already. It's, it's what, one o'clock, 1.30? You see what I'm saying? So you, when you, you feed the body good things or you do things with your body that's supposed to be good, the same thing for your mental health that you want to do. All right, so anybody ever heard of anxiety? All right, anybody know anyone that has been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder? Okay. People may say, it's my anxiety, or it's, 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 it's not a fly-by word. I'm here to tell you, it's a real diagnosis, okay? It's not, now, people can be anxious. We can be anxious, and, and anxiety is good for, if you gotta take a test, you know, to study for the test. You know, you gotta, all right, let me get this right. Let me do this. So some anxiety is okay. Don't go down that dark alley. That's your anxiety talking. Don't go down the dark alley, right? So it keeps us safe in some points, but when it gets to be, severe where you can't function and everything you're thinking about is forward thinking something's going to happen um, that's when we have to look at uh, a diagnosis um, depression anybody ever heard of depression this is a, another one of those words that is used like yeah I'm just so depressed ah, well you're sad you're not depressed there's a difference okay uh, depression is just having a low mood causes it causes uh, continuous feelings of sadness the, the operative word there is continuous when you're so sad I'm sorry honey I think I hit the thing too hard I'm sorry it's okay when you are in a sad state and it's continuous you it, it's something that you cannot get out of that's when you have to look at is this something that needs to be checked all right um, loss of interest or day-to-day uh, -day activities it can call it cause emotional and physical problems all right the uh, executive pastor yesterday talked about uh, a book that was called um, the body keeps the score all right um, and it does your body keeps score what is your body keeping score of everything that you're thinking about your body is absorbing so if you're stressed and you're thinking about a whole lot of stuff and you might have okay it's okay now but your body is taking that on so if you hold stress in your shoulders in your neck in your back in your legs whatever your body's holding on to that stuff okay you cannot separate the mind from the body they came together they're gonna leave together so you have to take care of them together all right anybody have any questions so far man go ahead ask questions i can keep talking all right on your sheet because i messed up the the uh the thingy thing here um you'll see there's a diagram that talks about physical spiritual emotional social and mental these are together for a reason if one is off balance everything is off balance to tell you the truth you might can um, make it through you might can you know do your everyday blindly stuff your routine stuff I'm going to work I got to do my job I'm going home I'm a cook and I'm going to bed you can get that stuff done but it still doesn't it still says that something is off balance all right so what's off balance I want you all to look if everybody has a sheet did everybody get a sheet sir okay 
Everybody has a sheet. I want you to circle one or more of these categories here that you think is off balance. It doesn't have to be 50% off balance. It could be 2% off balance. You can even put the number in there if you like. What do you think that is, is off balance right now? In your life. In your life. There you go. In your life. Yeah, you wouldn't know what's off balance in my life, so it has to be your life. Who's supposed to say it out loud? You um, can. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you can. Social. Okay. Yours is social. Anybody else? Mine's broad. Kind of broad. My emotions. Mm hmm. Your emotions. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about emotions because we were born with emotions. God gave us emotions. So when somebody says she's emotional or he's emotional, what does that mean? I don't mean like that. I'm not crying. So. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry, but it doesn't mean it. Yeah, it doesn't mean that something's wrong. It's fine to have emotions. Where it gets to be a problem, kind of problematic, is when your emotions have you. When your emotions are telling you what to do, how to behave, what to say. Now, why do you say that? Because you, you, your emotions have taken over. Okay? So, as, um, as we move on, I know I'm kind of well, going through. Yeah, throw it at me. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say it. Mm -hmm. So, I, I hear anxiety, mm -hmm. depression. Mm -hmm. What I struggle with, with kids in particular, mm -hmm. parents, mm -hmm. sometimes you know, employees. I feel anxiety is caused, you know, it's you who causes anxiety. I firmly believe that because mm -hmm. when I feel it, it's because I did something stupid. But I know that mm -hmm. eventually he's gonna, I'm going to get caught for or, mm -hmm. or I, 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 I'm going to have a conversation because I yelled at Jeremiah or what, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, I, I just got a hard time with kids, man, like telling me they got anxiety. What are you, what are you anxious about? Like, you got no bills. Right, right. Basketball, football, like every season. Right. You got the new cleats, the Jordans. Right. What in the world are you anxious about? Right. They have a different, if I can try to answer that question, they have a different set of worries. Mm -hmm. Their worries aren't paying the mortgage or the rent or paying, social. you know, bills. Yeah, their stuff is more social. That's, you know, why, they, why are they laughing at me? Am I not popular? Insecurity. You know, it's very, very insecure. They don't know who they are. Identity. Yep. Yep. They're trying to find out who they are, if they're fitting it, and social media ha has made it worse. Oh yeah, they Google. They try to Google who they are. Why is my toenail? You're gonna get so many different reasons why your toenails yeah. look the way they do. Yeah. Mean, yeah. It does. Yeah. They. And they don't. Yeah. I don't know about toenails, but uh. But yeah, that's that's a little that's a little different. You know, maybe they compare their toenails to somebody else's. I don't know. Yeah, so it doesn't, yeah, they could be, and once they get older, they'll be like, why in the world was I worried about that? What, what happened with that? So, yeah, they have a different set of uh, issues and things of that nature. So, again, it's, puberty is in there. It's a lot of things that could cause their anxiety. Now, using it as a word, um, that, yeah, sometimes it can be an excuse. And sometimes it can be a real diagnosis. So you have to really kind of dig into
differentiate the two things. Are you doing saying this to get attention or are you really suffering with an illness? Because that's what it is. And there's things that, that they can do. And you'll see the telltale signs of an illness because it's repetitive. Something that they're doing just to get attention, that'll fade off in a while. Okay, you had a question? I, I was just going to say, couldn't it also be related to um, gut health, gut, how your gut health yeah. affects your brain? And so, honestly, most of the students are eating horrible food. Oh, like, they yeah. love talkies and all of that mm -hmm. stuff, and that can disrupt their gut microbiome, which is going to lead directly into their brain health. Yep, yep. It's yep. It's about what they're eating. If they if they have anxiety and they're eating bad, that's just gonna make it worse. It's definitely just gonna make it worse. Um, so that was that was a good question. And I can on your sheet you should have some resources. Don't hit the table. Okay, you should have some resources on the back at the bottom that you can kind of Google and look at. Um, yeah, we're gonna go there um, as a coach. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm right there. Um, so you can look up that information, but it is, it is a real illness. And I just touched on two. I just touched on depression and anxiety because that's the one that runs the most rampant. You have my um, video up there, per perhaps? I hope so, if you need it. It's up at the top. Confused? Stick with us. Let's start with anxiety. Anxiety is a feeling of unease or worry about the future. It's normal to feel anxious when you face something difficult or dangerous. It's also normal to become anxious when faced with a stressful situation, such as a job interview. Mild anxiety can often be positive and useful. However, if your anxiety lasts a long time, where it's not helpful and affecting your daily life, you might have an anxiety disorder. Symptoms may include trouble sleeping, difficulty concentrating, and feeling tired and low in energy. And what about depression? If you're depressed, you may feel down, hopeless and lack interest or pleasure in doing things. You may have feelings of worthlessness and even suicidal thoughts. When you're depressed, you'll persistently feel sad for weeks or months rather than days. If, however, you're suffering from both anxiety and depression, you're not alone. In fact, mixed anxiety and depression disorder is the most common mental disorder in the UK with 7.8% of people experiencing this at some point in their lives. A little bit higher. Mental health conditions like anxiety and depression can seem much trickier to fix than, say, a broken bone, as they deal with emotions, thinking, and experiences. The effects come in waves, with good and bad days, and can therefore lead you to doubt the severity of the condition and put off asking for professional help when it's really needed. Throughout social media, the growing awareness of both anxiety and depression has driven the trend of self-care and people looking after their own well-being, like practicing mindfulness, for example. But if you have anxiety or depression, you might feel the benefit of these self-care steps more after having professional help first. It's important to remember that you don't need a reason to feel anxious or depressed. You shouldn't feel guilty. There's no such thing as a good enough reason or jumping on the bandwagon. If you're struggling with depression and anxiety, Uber are here to listen. Now it's a, an advertisement. <laughs> so that's, again, what we're talking about today is just anxiety and depression that you don't, you know, some is DNA, you know, you just kind of inherited it. It just came, you know, because maybe your mom or your dad had, you know, kids have 
they talk a lot about um, ADHD, you may have heard of that, um, PTSD, so many different diagnoses. Thank you for listening to our podcast today, The Call of a Mentor. If you'd like to leave a positive comment or if you'd like to be on our show, please give us a call at 757-737-8714 or you can drop us a text message. You can also email us at communityservant85 at yahoo.com. We look forward to hearing from you. The Call of a Mentor is a production of Marriage Map Ministries and EOVBAA in association with Overwhelming Victory Radio. Our executive producers are Dwight and Angela McDowell and Dr. Greg Glenville with Andrew Fouts as our associate producer. To find out more about Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to any of our sister podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org.